a radio show that confesses Christ without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes Scripture seriously without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. I don't know that I necessarily want the people to remember my sermon for uh, a week as much as I want them to uh, receive that Word of God right there. If this is a, uh, a download of information, it's important that you retain that information. Yeah. But if this is being addressed by a, a burning bush, I know that a burning bush talked to me. And I said to the guy, uh, look, at when the Bible talks about vision, it's, it's talking about the death of Jesus. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. It's talking about the gospel. It's talking about confessing the creed. And his answer to me was, yeah, uh, I'm not using vision in the biblical sense, but rather in the business sense. <laughs> okay, then. All right. I, by the way, had no knowledge of that encounter when I posed the hypothetical. <laughs> Voted in popularity just behind radio silence, this is Table Talk Radio. Hey, take it easy. <laughs> Sorry to offend. Uh, <laughs> take it easy. Let's get down to the oh, nitty-gritty. No. Oh, no. You just watched Nacho Libre, Nacho Libre, so you're going to be quoting Nacho. that the whole show. This is not good. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> uh, this might be one you want to skip, the, ladies the and gentlemen. Three, the three best lines. Uh, hey, take it easy. <laughs> and let's get down to the nitty gritty. This is an especially bad show for two reasons. First, that Pastor Wolfmere just watched Nacho Libre, so now he has to quote the whole thing. Second, that he planned the whole show. So there's Why no possible way. Why does that keep happening? There's what, no... is, what is the problem? I'm sitting here. There's no show planned. What are we going to do? What are you doing? Running a radio show or something? Anyway, I was, was, was going to download a Nacho a Libre soundboard. I'm not going to tell the guy just visiting the hospital that you were making fun of him. I, I was watching Nacho Libre. <laughs> I, I was going to do a soundboard, but number one, I don't know how to hook it up to the radio. And number two, I just thought, well, I could do the voice myself. I sound just like a Mexican Jack Black. Pretty much. Same Nacho thing. Libre. Nacho Libre. Okay. Anyway, so the lineup for today's show is uh, first, after email and buzzwords, we're going to play hashtag theology <laughs> and then preaching to Hollywood. We got a lot of churchy opportunities in here. And then a bumper sticker and church science theology. All that the is material totally out of order. All the material, by the way, is submitted oh, no, by right. our listener. So this yeah, is really our listener bit, show. One busy listener. That's right. We are the one show with more hosts than listeners. Is that the is that not the right to order of the No, I see it. You did it right. It was just backwards in my mind. Don't oh, worry. Okay. It's fine. Well, let's go we, to uh, Buzzword's Nemo. What's your buzzword, Pastor? No, I want yours first because I'm going to try to think of one. I, <laughs> <laughs> that was my stall to get one. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, I, I know one. Incarnation. I was thinking about that because the movie Nacho Libre, the heroine, is called Incarnacion. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay, Incarnation. <laughs> That's really bad. Incarnation is in means in in Latin. So the word, if you know English and know Latin, then now you know one Latin word, and that is the word in, which means in. The second word, carnation, uh, means fleshly. So incarnation means in the flesh. So when we speak theologically about the incarnation, what we're talking about is the second person of the Most Holy Trinity, God the Son, taking upon our human flesh 
and blood, our humanity, in order to die, in order to die. So the key text for this, one of the key texts, is going to be something like Hebrews ten, which quotes the Psalms, which is a body you have prepared for me, sacrifice you have not desired, so that the Lord prepared a body for His Son, so that He might offer Himself as the sacrifice to take away sins. That's the that's the idea. Okay, my <clears throat> excuse me. My theological buzzword for you is reprobate, and this is something that exists in the imagination of the Calvinists. It is uh, God's ele- God elected certain people to be damned. They are known as the reprobates. Uh, the end. Okay. Oh, there you go. Here's an email. Gnesio. Dear mediocre radio hosts. Let's see. Must be talking about you. Yeah. Hey, hey take it easy. Oh, great. <laughs> When did Remember you watch this, anyway? <laughs> I watched it... What is today? Today is Winstog. I watched it on Sunday night, and then I watched highlights on Monday, because I rented it on the Google Play. I got extra credit on Google Play, because I do the Google survey, and they give me, like, 23 cents every couple days. And I had worked up... I had saved up enough on my Google Play account to rent Nacho Libre for 48 hours. It cost me $4.11, but it's free money, you know, from service. So I rented it, and then I watched it on Sunday night, and then I watched highlights yesterday while folding the clothes. You know, hit the highlight, the, the important parts. <laughs> the highlight reel. <laughs> Remember that time when I was watching Nacho Libre? <laughs> so anyway, look, this person doesn't even sign. the. I have a general policy, which is I don't read letters that are not signed. This says, mediocrity yours. That's like some, that's some listener, it says. And that's a, some sort of mockery because, it, look, at they're using the adverb. We'll read it. We'll read the email. Since one of you is on a, quote, mission to pronounce silent letters, I'm not sure how to pronounce Gnasio. If the situation isn't rectified soon, I might have to sue and demand for rights to my old Twitter account. (laughs) 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 Uh, Mediocrely yours, some listener. Gnasio, Gnasio. All the letters are pronounced Gnasio. Now, I should probably know what the word gnasio means because um, uh, gnasio, I think, is a German word for true or something like that, right? Mm, yes. Don't worry. I'll look it up. I got the, I got the Internet here. It tells me these things. What would, we, what would we do without the Internet, right? So this person, this listener, wants to know how to, to pronounce like the word gnasio. That's how to pronounce it, gnasio. All right. Next. This email comes from another uns- oh from Cal. The Cal Smith chapter seeks to register with the cult of pure doctrine. Our one re- remember the cult of pure doctrine? I do. C O P D. One ridiculous requirement involves eating a Walther sandwich. Did we have this? Walther sandwich ingredients are bagel, choice of side sliced cheese, and coleslaw. Your choice of sliced cheese must be put on the inside half of each side of the bagel, then put the coleslaw between the slices of cheese, which prevents improper mingling of coleslaw and bagel. Get it? Got it. <laughs> if you're feeling sinful at time of eating, you should toast the bagel as to remind yourself of certain types of heat one may face if you don't repent, if you're feeling <laughs> sinful. Fellow chapter members should purchase that coleslaw for you as to remind you of the free gift that saves you from the toastiness. The toasted bagel symbolizes... I'm against symbols generally, but this is a silly requirement. 
Also, the torments of hell are not in or under the toasty bagel. The toasty bagel is purely symbolic. The Walther sandwich must not be made so that it looks appetizing. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing pretty about a Walther sandwich. <laughs> so the Cal Smith chapter of the Cult of Pure Doctrine is hereby registered in the uh, home office, uh, Table Talk Radio, and is on the books. Okay, we need to do a little explanation of what this is all about. So Pastor Wolf and there was at like a convention or something like that. In which he was accused of what running, heading up, no, uh, chairing no, the cult of pure doctrine. I don't remember exactly how that insult first arose. You were there. You were there insisting that we should believe the Bible or something, and <laughs> and you were accused of being in the cult of pure doctrine. Yeah, some guy walks just walking by says, this, "I feel like I've come to a convention of the cult of pure doctrine." <laughs> and I said, "That's my name. I got that name. That's, I'm going to copyright that." So ever and since so, then, we've uh, now run through the requirements of being in uh, a man, chapter in the Cult of Pure Doctrine. There's some, somewhere on the Internet we wrote these down on a piece of napkin and put a copy of it up there. But I think you have to, you have to subscribe to the Book of Concord, and you have to have one ridiculous requirement. You have to have, I think you have to have at least one member <laughs> each chapter, and you have to register the chapter with me, I think. <laughs> I can't remember exactly all the other rules. It's more like suggestions. Anyways. <laughs> the cult of pure doctrine, it's spreading everywhere, so there's I think there's at least seven or eight cults of pure doctrine around, um, including the, the Facebook cult of pure doctrine, which is headed up by Sim Jake, the, our, the guy who has the better radio show than us in Australia. Did uh, did we get a request for um, a Calvinist chapter of the Cult of Pure Doctrine? We did. Which is and rather we granted, ironic. We granted them the Cult of Impure Doctrine status. <laughs> Here's the next one. Gene writes, I'm a little behind on... Dear Pastors W and G. That sounds like a, like a tobacco or something. I'm a little behind on my listening to T-squared R episodes. Please forgive me if this has already been addressed. In episode 336, what episode is this? 342. Huh. Where you put Glorious Day through the praise cruncher, Pastor Wolfmuller remarked that the lyrics sounded like, quote, an old hymn that they've redone. Ding, ding, ding. Congratulations. And a pocket full of TTR points for Brian. A search of sites such as hymnary.org and hymnal.net yields the name John Wilbur Chapman, 1859 to 1918, a Presbyterian evangelist as the author of the hymn. It was written in 1908, first published in 1911, generally goes by Living He Loved Me or One Day. A, cur a cursory scroll through comments on the sites reveals that it was a favorite of many a sainted relative. I once listened to it with its original tune, uh, became rather fond of it myself. Keep up the substandardness, hmm. Gene. Yeah, we actually got a lot of emails on that, that we uh, crunched this song and uh, came back. And what? Pastor, is it significant that the one of the songs that make it through the praise song cruncher is actually not a praise song at all, but an old hymn? Yeah, and and so and did and we had that instinct apparently as we were crunching it. We said this sounds suspiciously like a hymn, and that turns out to be true. Yeah. Well, Man. thank thank you to everyone who uh, called in and emailed to let us know about this. Um, I think uh, both of you uh, wrote in, so thank you for that. We'll rack more Table Talk Radio and hashtag Theology. Right after this break, you're listening to the one, the only, Stable Talk Radio. Hey, you really 
really are listening to Table Talk Radio. Well, I wonder what it's like to be the rainmaker. Hey, has that um, 48 hours expired yet? Uh, no. Oh, no. I don't think so. Maybe soon. We just play. Playing hashtag theology here on Table Talk Radio. This is uh, where we do a little search on the Twitter to see what people are talking about and usually um, bring an intellectual critique. Is usually what it oh, is. Yeah. A very oh, man. sophisticated. Yeah. Um, and I think you we have take, suggestions. We take Twitter and we make it better than Twitter. <laughs> I don't know exactly what. I, I do. I got. How about this? Because I love it. I love the social media mashup. We got Facebook. We got suggestions from our Facebook page on hashtags. To where did that go though? To look up on the Twitter. Nice. See what I mean? Yeah. See how that goes. So this way, I don't have to really think or even be here. So. No, you do. You got to look these up. Ready for this one? I don't have to look them up. You got to look you, them up. <laughs> are you so holy that you won't even go? Tw- you are like the Pharisees, myself. and and Twitter is like Samaria. <laughs> is how you are. That's right. <laughs> Look at you. Got to learn from Jesus. <laughs> I can't believe how pagan you are. The, the first one suggested by Ted is hashtag zero show prep. I what's that supposed to mean? I bet that won't even come up, or yeah. else it'll come up for own. Do we have a Do we have a Twitter account? Yeah, man, we got like seven of them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. I got the fake at Mission Vision nineteen sixty two. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, I I went to see went to meet with the Doxology Collegium, and I was telling all these guys are very pious, you know, and church churchly churchmanly. And I was telling them about my uh, <laughs> my at Mission Vision fake Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were proud. Let me tell you. I bet. This doesn't seem right. Uh, let's see. New England can't run the ball, and that leaves them one-dimensional with Brady. I'm going with the Panthers in the upset. Hashtag zero show prep. <laughs> nice. Well, it's just like we're just like Brady. Except um, Brady did have some show prep. It was uh, letting some air out of the balls. That's, some, that's his show prep. Hash, look at this. Hashtag the church is a movement doesn't result in any... Huh, that really? Huh. That's a, is the thing broken? Are you doing it right? No, look, I hashtagged it on Facebook and the Twitter. Nothing. Huh. huh. Okay. Hashtag can... God with us, suggested by Nathaniel. Let's see what comes up there. So you can search Boom. hashtags on Facebook too. Yeah, man. I don't know. Any you know of what? This uh, stuff. We're going to do a hashtag for our trip to Israel starting here in ten short days. Oh, that's going to be exciting! So you'll be live tweeting your entire trip. Oh yeah. Hey guys, I'm going through security now. <laughs> Made it through security. Now looking for my gate. Hashtag find graph. It will be the way. <laughs> <laughs> How about that for a good one, huh? That Pretty witty, huh? Yeah. Warren Graff is going to be there. Hashtag God with us is suggested again by Nathaniel. Um, Nathaniel, please only submit one. That's a, I just read it a second time. <laughs> Let the plans unfold and good times roll. Hashtag... God with us. That doesn't make sense. Uh, 
Oh, what about this? No God, no power. Hashtag God is good. Hashtag God with us. There's some theology. Okay, say it again. No God, no power. Is that N-O God? No, N-O God. Okay. N-O God, N-O power. <laughs> um, I suppose what this is trying to say is that if you don't have God, then you don't have power. Um, although I would maybe assert that even if you have God, you don't have power. <laughs> yeah, God does come to us in weakness. Uh, I mean, I, I think that typically what people want. I mean, so look, you take you take the um, the natural religion. You just go out to the uh, d- desert tribes of some foreign land somewhere, and you find people trying to appease the gods so that they'll give the people what they want. Now you go to America and you find uh, some Christians. And they're basically doing the same thing just with the Christian God. So they're trying to appease Jesus so that he can give them the the holy power source to accomplish what they need. It's the same thing. It's not actually that different. So um, if that's the, the power that we think that we have um, because we have God, that's far from it. Um, now, God is powerful, and he can do powerful things like... Uh, walk on water, calm the storms, things like this. Um, but but you're right. The, the way that the Lord has won our salvation and our forgiveness is not through uh, performing this great miracle. It's rather in, uh, in the body of Jesus Christ and him uh, not performing miracles. I mean, he could have performed the miracle of coming off the cross. He could have performed the miracle of stopping people whipping him. But he decided not to, and that's how we have our salvation. There you go. I got a couple more God, hashtag God with us. Ready? Okay. Yep. This is an interesting one. The world seems a better place after benediction. Maybe we look at it with fresh eyes. Hashtag Jesus on his Eucharistic throne. Hashtag God with us. Uh, you, you better take this one. The, the world seems a better place after the benediction. Maybe we look at it with Jesus on his Eucharistic throne. Uh, that's a hashtag, uh, by the way, but only used once. Maybe we should use that hashtag for when we travel around Israel. Hashtag Jesus on his Eucharistic throne. But I think what this is saying is that the liturgy, the Holy Eucharist, that is the Lord's Supper, the benediction, and all the stuff included, in fact... Well, let's put the best construction on it. That gives us a good conscience so that the whole world seems uh, less frightful. Mm. So, um, you know, I, I was reading this Bernstein Bears book the other day. I was reading it to Pastor Flammy. <laughs> and it was uh, being aware of strangers. <laughs> and, Story time, hopefully. And... And uh, the the girl bear, sister bear, she she talks to strangers all the time. And so brother bear and papa bear warn her that strangers are dangerous, stranger danger. And then she wakes up the next day, and the whole world seems dark. And the the balloons even have a scowl on their faces and all this sort of stuff. This is a great picture of what a bad conscience does. It seems like the whole world is out to get us. Or like it says, Moses says it like this, is that they 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 flee at the 
sound of a rustling leaf, which is a favorite verse of Luther's to describe the terrified conscience. But then when our conscience is made clean by the gospel, the whole world seems like a much more friendly place. So maybe that's what's going on here. That is the best construction. Here's another one from a Twitter named Mandy, tweeter She says, helped a homeless man get himself a water. He was, quote, thirsty. His name was Emmanuel. Hashtag God with us. Hashtag Matthew 25. Hashtag wear love out. I see what this one's doing. Um, is this playing off of where Jesus says, um, uh, when you do it for the least of these, you do it for me? So um, do you think do you think that's what's going on here? So that maybe yes. she uh, she gave someone uh, some water, and she's saying that I did it for Emmanuel, that is, God with us, because I'm doing it for Jesus when I do it for this homeless guy. Right. I think so. You know what's fascinating about that text? What? Is, uh, the... Uh, the sheep the, the in the judgment have no idea that they're doing it. So by the fact that she's tweeting it is kind of making herself a goat. <laughs> Ooh, dang. <laughs> Don't tell her. Where, hashtag wear love out. That's a thing here. Apparently. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Can't make a sense of it. All right, you want another hashtag? Hey, Master, if we would have known you needed water, we would have tweeted about it. <laughs> Oh, man. Listen to you. <laughs> Typical four women. <laughs> Being mean to the lady on the Twitter. Uh, let's see here. Hashtag 90-day challenge. That's submitted by Mark. Let's see what happens when I put that in the search here. Boom. Uh, hmm. oh, no, 90-day challenge. This is like P90X. You know, it'd, it'd be good if a uh, a Table Talk radio host would preview the ones that are going to make hits here. No, man, this is live radio. <laughs> it's not, actually. <laughs> 90 it's, Day Challenge doesn't get us anything. It's, it's just not my fault. This marks. Okay. Ha- Ted suggests hashtag glow pray. What do you think this is going to be? G-L-O-W-P-R-A-Y. He says, Ted says, Found this on a list of, quote, top Christian hashtags. Huh. So, like, when you start praying, you, like, glow or something? Uh, I don't know what happens. Do you find you, any on this? When you glow pray. It's pulling it up here. How come this takes you have a so slow long? internet connection Glory of worship and pray. What is this about? Go to full profile. Let's see what it says here. No, this just doesn't. This is, I have to translate it from Swahili. <laughs> also not a good... Uh, there is a list of top Christian hashtags. What do you think about that? Uh, oh, yeah. Hashtag Ro- uh, <laughs> Robbie Rojas <laughs> suggests... Hashtag too blessed... No, blessed to be a blessing. We're going to see what that one says. Wait. Here. Say it again? Blessed to be a blessing. Blessed to be a blessing. All right, let's do a little search for that. And then uh, when we come back, we'll do uh, we'll finish up with hashtag theology. Oh, there's a lot on this one. And then we'll play a little preaching to Hollywood. Oh yeah, right my after favorite. This. Don't go away. All right, I'll stay here for stay a for a couple minutes. I said, Are you gonna be my girl? Come 
with me because you look so fine that I really want to make you mine. Table Talk Radio. It's incredible how well our good looks translate to radio. Not quite Nacho Libre, but pretty darn close. <laughs> Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. Well, before the break, we were looking at the uh, Twitter hashtag, blessed to be a blessing. Did you find any anyone saying that on the, the worldwide of Twitter? Yeah, man. Understanding grace makes us forsake unnecessary competition. We are who we are by the grace of God. Hashtag blessed to be a blessing. We are who we are by the grace of God. Or despite the grace of God. (laughs) It's also true. (laughs) Understanding grace makes us forsake unnecessary competition. I don't know. I'm so much better at forsaking unnecessary competition than you. (laughs) (laughs) By the grace of God. See what I did there? Yeah. That was hilarious. You made it a Man, that was a lot more hilarious than you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, all right. What is unnecessary competition is like the definition of table talk radio porn. <laughs> Hashtag blessed to be a blessing. Here's another one. Keep praying. Your breakthrough is just around the corner. Hashtag <laughs> trust me. Look, <laughs> hashtag trust me. That's Mission I, Vision's hashtag. I think you need to... Uh, hashtag blessed re- to be a blessing. I think Mission Vision, if he's around, he should retweet that, I think. <laughs> Am I logged on as Mission Vision? No. <laughs> I'm sure you are. I'm, I'm logged on as someone different here. Jeez. As me. I'm, I'm, I'm hashtag Wolfmuller. <laughs> Hashtag, ble- uh, hashtag keep praying your breakthrough is just around the corner. Now, there's some theology in there. Uh, I don't know if there's theology in there. We well, yeah, yeah. So the, break- oh, yeah. the breakthrough that someone's looking for is some opportune moment so that they can see some of their dreams or something like that. Um, yeah, right. But- Look, the fortune cookie cannot come to pass unless you're hashtag praying all the time. Got it. So this is this is the uh, God is um, uh, the how, how, this understanding that that God just wants the best for us, and we we and we we got to push to the next level. So we're having breakthroughs. So what is the breakthrough? Is now I'm no longer a victim, or now I what I'm I, I reach the next level of success, or whatever. You know, I mean, we're praying for a breakthrough at Table Talk Radio that we're going to get to. Peak that twenty listener mark here pretty soon. So if we keep praying, then it'll come. Hashtag trust me. <laughs> All right then. All right, let's There's do Twitter theology. Let's All move right. some. Let's move to some preaching to Hollywood. This is where we look at the lyrics of a song and uh, try to talk about its theology or worldview that there uh, is behind it. And uh, it's always uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> so, hey, hey! Speaking of uh, theology and worldviews, remember how the theology used to be? I'm a hippie like Alinda, and then it had to be changed to I'm a hippie not like Alinda. Yeah. Did you know? Have you been paying attention to what the Alinda is eating these days? Uh, no, I haven't. Do you think? Uh, do you think that to have a paleo diet counts 
as being a bit hippie? <laughs> At least a bit. <laughs> so, I would say so. So you're gonna say, uh, well, I'm a, I'm almost a hippie, like a, a Linda, a bit like a Linda. A Linda, the Alinda was trying to tell me how to drink coffee with butter, organic butter, and olive oil <laughs> is considered paleo friendly. No, not olive oil. Uh, uh, what's the other oil that you have that it was illegal for a little while? Coconut oil. Coffee with butter and coconut oil is paleo. There's apparently a debate in the paleo community about if coffee should be considered paleo or paleo friendly because they're not quite sure if the cavemen had coffee. And that sounds <laughs> like a lot of hippy dippy nonsense to me. <laughs> to quote, to quote uh, Lord Business from the Lego movie. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll be anxious to see how that plays out. Um, all right. We're going to do some preaching to Hollywood. And uh, Zach in Tucson has sent this one to us. It is uh, called Hard to Be by uh, David Bazin, Bazin, something like that. Uh, here's a song. Bazan. Bazan. Here, here's a song. <laughs> Okay, now, um, if we were still playing that game we used to play called Christian or Secular, I might pick this one, uh, because there's a lot of theology in it, and um, I think it's striking that this song that we're using for Preaching to Hollywood has um, more of original sin than most praise songs that we talk about. (laughs) Except for it's a rejection of original sin. Well, at least it talks Uh, about it. Yeah, it does talk about it. (laughs) It says... Uh, here's the here, uh, let's see. Childbirth is painful. We toil to grow our food. Ignorance made us hungry. Information made us no good. Every burden misunderstood. So you see what happened there. So um, we were ignorant because we didn't we didn't eat the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So then we so ignorance made us hungry. Information made us no good. So that we we fell. We ate the knowledge of the tree of good and evil. And and then the singer of the song here, David Bazan, <laughs> says, So I swung my tassel to the left side of my cap, knowing after graduation there'd be no going back, and no congratulations from my faithful family, some of whom already are fasting to intercede for me. 
because it's hard to be a decent human being. So he's so, okay. I so this is saying, look, um, once I grew up, I quit believing in this nonsense. Exactly. Uh, all the right. all my family members are praying that, uh, oh, please uh, let him be enlightened again. But I'm not so dumb to believe this no, stupid that's story. Right. That's right. I've graduated. I myself have eaten the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is probably I've become a scientist or something. <laughs> or an artist. <laughs> That's right. You know, same difference. <laughs> so so this is, a, this is a ballad of mockery of the story of the fall into sin. Ah, fascinating. Yeah, tis. Okay, so um, how would you preach to this Hollywood? We're helpless to fight it. Here's a, we're helpless to fight it. We should all be satisfied with this magical explanation for why the living die. Now, I think this is key because th- this is, the, the, I think, the power, the staying power of the ridiculous myth of evolution. Hmm. Oh, by the way, I have stopped calling the dinosaurs the dinosaurs and now only call them the dragons. <laughs> Did you know that? So when, so the Stegosaurus and the Tyrannosaurus Rex, etc., those are dragons because, want to know why? Number one, that's what they are. You know what dinosaur means? A terrible lizard. Right. In other words, a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same difference. <laughs> and the other thing is that whoever stopped calling the dragons the dragons and started calling them the dinosaurs had the idea of making fun of people who call them dragons. So I say, I'll fine. I'll take the mockery. So so you you change the name and then you make fun of anyone who calls it by the old name. Yeah, and so what I do is call it by the old name on purpose. <laughs> Because anyway. you like being made fun of. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even call it the dinosaurs. You, as soon as you say the word dinosaur, you know what you do? You embrace a worldview of millions and billions of years and the great extinction before the invention of humanity and all the whole evolutionary shtick. That's what you do with the word dinosaur. So, to go so back I'm to, calling them dragons. So to go back to the song, we're supposed to reject the uh, idea that uh that people die because of sin and instead embrace the idea that death is a good thing and that when yes. you're at the funeral, oh, yeah, right. you poor saps are just buying into the lie that this is sad, but actually this is a wonderful thing because we're uh, evolving beyond the people, the, the weakness of people who die. That is the, what I, w- I think I was getting there, so thank you for getting me back on track. This is the staying power of the goofball myth of evolution, which is so ridiculous. I mean, it doesn't even make sense, but what it does do is it, it, it gives a way of comprehending death, which we know, everybody knows instinctively, is bad. So how do you deal with death? And uh, it's saying, look, we can't just say that it was because we ate this magical fruit. That's ridiculous. It's because of something else, apparently because evolution or something. Who knows? Look, it doesn't explain why people are crying at the funeral. I mean, in the evolutionary worldview, that would have to be a weakness. Yes. And, and so you have people like, um, uh, what's his name, um, Peter Singer, is that his name, that, the ethicist? So that he, uh, he, he makes these um, um, oh, things, <laughs> the, the statements about, oh, well, we should just uh, put away those who are the weakest of our culture because they don't really count anyway. We should be able to uh, kill children up to 30 days after birth. But then when his own mother is sick, 
he's unwilling to practice his own ideologies when his own mother's at stake. Well, why is that? Because we are people that have a connection with other people. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Hotel California. Table Talk Radio. You won't find a better show out there unless you try. Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. Before the break, we were... Prince of Bel Air? That's well. It's Will Smith. He grew up, you know. Hmm. He's not still in Bel Air. Sure. Uh, we we're looking at the song called "Hard to Be," and it was about uh, how you fools think that death is because of uh, eating from a uh, mysterious tree. But I have graduated, uh, even though my family's so dumb they keep praying for me. Um, now I want to get your opinion on this, Pastor. Why is it that the world's um, attempt uh, to persuade uh, on simply on the basis that a person doesn't fit in, you're not in with the world, is so effective. That is to say that, uh, I mean, the whole the whole reason that someone could say, sing this song or write this song is to say, look, you're an idiot, and if you want to be like us, if you want to be in the crowd, then you need to start thinking the way that we do. I mean, this is the whole kind of liberal movement um, mm-hmm. to ostracize and then to, um, to kind of persecute. Who gives a rip if if I think something different than you do? Right, that's right. I do not know. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, of course, wh- you believe in dragons, but <laughs> yeah, I do. That's true. Uh, I do you know it's not to believe in them. I just seen the bones of them. You know, petrified dragon bones. I'm gonna go to the museum and, and say, unicorns? where do you keep the dragons? And you believe in unicorns too? <laughs> there were some. You, there were some dragon unicorns. What do they call that thing, the stega something? <laughs> I'm not a dragon expert. But there's a bunch of these dragons that had the horns on the front, and like a rhinoceros, which is See, also called a unicorn. This is where you're going to head if you start believing in things like the fall. I mean, it, when, once you believe in evolution, you don't believe in silly things like dragons anymore. Or sin. <laughs> then you can do whatever you want. That's right. I think I'm going to be one of those crazy—I'm not. I'm not too far off from one of those crazy kind of King James-only people, and I'm going to talk about the conspiracy theory about the change from the name Dragon to the name Dinosaur. I wonder who invented the name Dinosaur. Probably someone that has to do with the One World Order. I'll find out right now. And then you can explain to me why we have to reject all the manuscript texts after 1611. Dinosaur. Hey, I'm doing some research here, so you got to carry the show for a little while. Oh, okay. Well, well, let's, I was just going to go on then, leave you in the dust. And next up in Table Talk Radio, we're like the dragons, we're going <laughs> to uh, do some church sign and bumper sticker theology. Here's uh, one who, which was reported to our voicemail system one eight hundred three eight five sola one eight hundred. Three eight five seven six five two. Hey, look at this. Although the oh, word dinosaur just... means terrible lizard, the name is somewhat misleading as dinosaurs are not lizards. Instead, they represent a separate group of reptiles that, like many extinct forms, did not exhibit characteristics traditionally seen as reptilian. 
such as sprawling limb posture or echothermy. In other words, like dragons. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, back on to Church China Biblical Theology. Here's the, um, the phone call, the message. Church sign. God answers prayers, not advice. <laughs> and I don't, I don't get it because I've never gotten advice that I needed to actually answer. I'm confused by it. Only you can help. That one sounds familiar. Um, what, what, what What's that one t- talking about, that you shouldn't be telling God what you want, but you should be a- asking him things? Is that right? Hold on. I'm looking at this website. Oh, I forgot. I'm going to myself. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to disrupt you with our show. Um, that's okay. I got another one. Let's just move on. If I don't know what to say, then I'll just keep going. <laughs> Church sign, choosy moms choose Jesus. Oh, choosy moms choose Jesus. Now, what's a choosy mom? Now, I, I need your expertise here. Yes, I okay. have no, I have no idea. Um, what's a choosy mom? Uh, choosy mom. I don't know. I think that would be kind of like a hovering mom, a discerning mom. I don't know if it's a real thing, like capital C choosy. <laughs> I don't know. Never heard of it. Is but is Carrie a choosy mom? I suppose. Does she <laughs> choose Jesus? She does. Yeah. Good. You know, this whole thing about choosing, this is the big... Th- uh, for some reason, um, you know, our friends, the evangelicals, and really any sort of pietism are all about uh, 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 the choice. You are making a choice. you got to choose. That's what it is. I mean, that's the whole point. And... Um, uh, it's just false. Jesus says, you did not choose me. I chose you. So, anyway. That sounds pretty clear. You know what I'm looking at here is a fossil of a... What is this big one? Diplodocus. Oh, one of the and dragons. That, and that looks to me exactly like a dragon without the wings. How do you even know what a dragon looks like? I've seen the movie, The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the Hobbit, obviously. Obviously, so Patrick. Ignorant. <laughs> take it easy. Hey, take it easy. Uh, uh, let's All see right. here. We got another one here. Um, oh, this comes from down south. Um, you should probably be reading this one. Uh, this is I was in South Australia today. Uh, this is where uh, Lutheran started in Australia. Um, our Australian uh, Lutheran history class went on to the. Uh, excursion to look at memorial sites dedicated to these early Lutherans. Two of the Lutheran church had signs, one uh, worse than the other. The first was, trust God, worry less. And the other, and it says, cue the groan, <laughs> was, let Jesus be your trick or treat. That's That has come up a couple of times. There must Someone must have put that in the church, bad church signed book. Well, it started in Australia. Australia. Do they even have Halloween in Australia? <laughs> yeah, but but they is that I don't know. They, they don't I give out Halloween candy. They give a, out boomerangs what? instead. Your boomerang won't come back. <laughs> hey, what do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back? A stick. Uh, so, <laughs> Halloween. Uh, this says it's signed by Seminary and Jake of Sim Radio, a product of Sim Media. 
You know, I'm not sure it's good to name the main thing you're doing after a temporary vocation. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So once you graduate from seminary, it's going to be post-sim radio. (laughs) A product of post-sim media. You you just have to perpetuate I mean, what happens to us when we don't have any tables anymore? (laughs) Halloween in Australia. What What is going on in this show? I haven't been paying attention for the last... All right, what does this church sign say? Let Jesus be your trick so, or treat. Yes, yeah, so we got How, two. You get a choice now. Okay, so first of all, let's imagine Jesus as your trick. What would that be like? <laughs> well, you know, you're you're going to drink your glass of water and it turns to wine. <laughs> now, what about Jesus as your treat? Um, that, what is it? Is it... I don't know. I'm gonna doesn't make any sense. Think about it. What about it trust doesn't. God, worry less? I like that one for this reason, and we have two Bible passages for it. So um, the one is Philippians, where Paul says, uh, he says, uh, how does he say it? And the peace of God will pass all understanding. He says, uh, uh, trust, no, no, I'm thinking, I'm getting two verses mixed up. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. That is Proverbs 3. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. And then in um, in Philippians, uh, 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 be anxious for nothing. There, there it is. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplications, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ our Lord. And then Peter says... Uh, Cast your anxieties on him because he cares for you. So the scriptures present to us our worries as occasion for for prayer. And that prayer then um, pushes us towards a trust in the Lord. So I think... Um, Fair enough, but that would be that would be reason to repent, and I would worry that this would be seen as a, a capable law, an obeyable law. Well, that's true. So we, now we trust God, and it helps us de-stress. So, so it's like, man, I'm really stressed. What's the solution? I could either take some pills, or <laughs> yeah. go do the yoga, or, or the Pilates, yeah. or I could go to Zumba. You know, there's Zumba everywhere here yeah. in the neighborhood, and someone was suggesting that I should teach a Zumba class. I think that'd be good, really. Well, why don't you do it on your Israel trip on the Those bus? Those are my exercise pants. Those um, are we, do you know what the bad? Pants. You know what the bad thing about Trello is? What? It keeps all of our emails. We don't lose any, so we get to our November second emails in May. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> it used to be that we would just lose them, and then that way we would never. It would kind of the emails would be fresh, but it's because we're getting about twenty five percent of them. Now yeah. it has a keeps them all right there for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at this one. Here's a guy who wants to know about information going to Israel. Oops. <laughs> Here it says, Baptist Church sign in Wisconsin. Courage is when you are the only one who knows you are afraid. Courage is the only one, or is when you're the only one who knows you're afraid. Oh, okay, so you can be afraid and still be courageous just because you're really good at hiding it. Yeah. I like it. That's not, that's not courage exactly at all, by the courage. way. courage. But yeah, you're, it's pretty. I mean, you're a faker. I mean, if hey. you're a really good faker, you're courageous. Do you do we have time for a joke? Um, if it's about uh, an 18 second joke, nope, never mind. <laughs> oh, they will never get to hear what that joke is. <laughs> That's going to be lost in the purgatory of table talk radio. We do it in the after show. Ooh, no one, no one, no, no one listens to the after show, including your co-host. <laughs> I just turn the machine off and you keep talking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio.
Hashtag too blessed to be stressed. Blessed to be a blessing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can't even get Thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Oh, Table Talk man. Radio is not for everyone. Please consult your pastor before listening to Table Talk Radio. Side effects may include nausea, vomiting, headache, heartburn, hair loss, hallucinations, and aversion to incomplete sentences with aquatic imagery, psychosis, coma, death, halitosis, lung cancer, brain tumors, sleep gain, internal bleeding, internal combustion, a sudden craving to smell your backseat, claustrophobia, an uncontrollable urge to fight the Calvinists on Twitter, and falling off your treadmill. For more information, visit tabletalkradio.org. 